0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. The tagline of Alex Hitz's new book, My Beverly Hills Kitchen, is classic southern cooking with a French twist. And the classic southern cooking comes from five generations of southern hospitality. And the French twist comes from his degree from La Cordon Bleu in Paris. The result is good old comfort food with an elegant French aesthetic. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about All the things he says make for a successful party. Hi, Alex. How are you?
1: Well, I'm great, and I sure am happy to be here. This is so exciting.
0: Well, I've got to tell you, I love your video. I went to your site and looked at all the cool things you do in your video. You've got a great sense of humor. You're very approachable. But you know when you got me? You got me when you said that the successful host or hostess does three things, and the first thing you said was give people what they want.
1: That's right. I think people always want comfort food. I don't ever want to go somewhere where the um, host gives us something experimental or weird or you know, just let's take that out of the equation and give people what they want, which is comfort food, a hundred percent of the time.
0: It's true. When you go to a party, you really want to eat good, good stuff. But I mean, now yours is comfort food with quite a bit of style. But I have to, I have to tell one little pit from your uh, video when you said you your worst experience was going to a vegan party because they gave you vegan chicken salad, oh, and you said, worst. "What's that? The cabbage?"
1: <laughs> the worst. It was the worst. It was billed as Asian. Chickenless chicken salad.
0: Oh, no. No,
1: no thanks.
0: <laughs> but so you do say comfort food, but you do put so much style on yours. And so, how can the average person put out that really comfortable, approachable food, but make it more elegant?
1: Well, I think that, um, you know, first of all, these recipes lend themselves to do it. So, if you do these recipes and follow them to a T, they are going to give you a I mean, I'm, he says modestly, <laughs> a gourmet credibility, yeah. okay? I will put my reputation on all of these recipes because they've been tested zillions and zillions of times, and they work. Yeah. So already, you know, from the gourmet standpoint, this food is going to please your palate. Um, you know, what, they, what people are saying is we love this relaxed, elegant sensibility, I mean, you know, I think America is craving, truly craving, a return to some sort of elegance. I think we've just gone so far. I don't think we're ever going back to finger bowls, if you see what I mean. Right. Nor should, nor should we. Right. But I think, um, you know, people really, really want something that's of fantastic quality, impeccable, um, you know, in its flavoring and sort of bulletproof in its, in its technique.
0: Well, I would agree with you there. And there is, you know, comfort food that is, is not so comforting. And there's something about, I mean, when you think about what comfort food really is, it is generationally passed down. It does have some heritage to it. As you said, it's been tested and tested by generations of grandmas or mothers or, you know, and served on the family China. And there's a lot of. Something more than just the food in comfort food, I guess, is where well, see, I'm going this is, with this. Okay,
1: so this is, I love where you're going with this because this is exactly what I think. You know, people say comfort food and they think of things that are very, very heavy, okay? Mm-hmm. That, that make you feel comfortable inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not what my definition is. My definition of comfort food is food that provokes memory or feeling emotions emotion there we go to me that's what it's all about Mm -hmm. i agree um, those things i mean there's one you know for example there's one dish in in my book that every single time i smell the aroma of it i feel like i'm three years old again it's it's called caroline my mother caroline soubise and it's this amazing braised rice and onion dish that you know I mean, again, what can I tell you? Every time I smell it cooking, I'm three years old.
0: Exactly, exactly. But your guests coming in and smelling these incredible aromas and seeing foods that might hearken them to some of that in their own lives is really important. Well, you know, the other thing that you say that a successful host or hostess always does is relax. And I love your quote, it's dinner, not childbirth. (laughs) 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 That's just classic.
1: (laughs) But you know, you know what I mean, though. People get I do. So worked up. Oh my gosh, they get so worked up, and then everybody else feels so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and so stressed out. By you don't want to open the door to a woman who looks like you know she's just absolutely ready to have a meltdown. But no, having running
1: around screaming or popping Xanax, I mean, we don't want to see all that. Do exactly. that when we're not there. Now you
0: know? we we have a saying at my cooking school where we say, uh oh, she looks like she's got a cake in the oven." <laughs> <laughs> But so you don't really want that. But then having said that, how do you pull off elegance? How do you pull off a showstopper and stay relaxed? I mean, Well,
1: I'll tell you, first of all, number one, you do everything ahead of time. Absolutely, yep. And, um, you know, I would say 90% of the food that's in my book can be done ahead of time. And it is even better when it's done ahead of time because the flavors can really meld together. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know... To me, it's the key to everything. I just would never, never, ever. I mean, there's even a souffle in my book that you can do ahead of time. Wow. It's a twice-baked cheese souffle. There is no immediacy of timing whatsoever. All you do is heat it up, and it's ready. And you don't have to worry about the souffle falling. doesn't matter.
0: Oh, that's, see, that's the kind of thing that everybody needs in their repertoire. Well, the other thing that you bring up that I think is so important, both as a hostess and as a guest, is timing. You say we should make a schedule and stick to it.
1: 150 million percent make that schedule and stick to it. There is nothing that will ruin a party faster or a dinner faster than a cocktail hour that is too long, It'll make people feel like you're punishing them. Or if, you're, if you wait for guests that are late, I mean, this is the worst, too. You're punishing, again, punishing the people that have gotten there on time yeah. and rewarding people's bad manners. Just never do it. Serve dinner on time. Everything will go off without a hitch if you do this. Make that schedule and stick it. I think an hour is really too long for cocktails.
0: Oh, eat. I agree, because really, you don't want everybody in the bag at the dinner table either, you know? Well, I want to know, do you believe in the whole 15-minute fashionably late thing, or do you think people yeah, should arrive? Sure, I think that's
1: fine. Yeah. But I mean, that, that, that doesn't cut into the schedule, you know what I mean? Exactly, because you're
0: <laughs> sort of allowing for that. But pretty much, do you think past 15 or 20 minutes, people are starting to be rude?
1: I think it's hideous. Yeah, I, I do, do too. Think it's hideous. I really do. I do, too. Well, everybody's there are always some good excuses, but you know what I mean? Uh, Just Let's just make that schedule and stick to it.
0: No, I agree. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Alex Hitz. He is the author of My Beverly Hills Kitchen and Classic Southern Cooking with a French Twist. And now you said what everybody needs to do to be successful. I am just wild about your tips of what to avoid. And your first is themes. You're saying don't do a theme.
1: I hate it. It's not for me. I hate it. It, it. it just it becomes all about the theme. You know what I mean? And all people do is talk about the theme. And then they don't really enjoy themselves. To me, luxury, the ultimate luxury, 100%, is to have the opportunity to be in each other's company with delicious food. You don't need a theme. You don't need that theme to do that. Yeah. What you need is delicious food and some good wine and some fellowship. That, to me, is the most successful, fantastic evening.
0: Now, will you allow people the theme of, I'm doing a Mexican menu, or... <laughs> you you know,
1: know, I mean, there are there are all sorts of... Yeah, I mean, sure, Yeah. whatever, but, you know, you don't need that to have a successful party, and people rely on those things too much, I think.
0: No, I, I agree with you. It is true. But I, I think that sometimes it's hard to think outside of that whole theme approach. Alex, it was great to speak with you. I love your ideas and I love your book.
1: I love you for saying all that. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks
0: for listening to Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.